0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Going down the rabbit hole on inflation, part one of three. Okay. Let's go down the rabbit hole that everyone has crowded into, including many who have no idea what they're talking about, because they've only read about inflation in history books and never experienced it themselves. My wife and I were in Brookings, South Dakota, last Friday, heading to our new offices in Watertown in the snowstorm. We were having lunch, and I asked the waitress if I looked like I had started college there 51 years ago, the South Dakota State. She smiled but really didn't answer. The building that was the Kermagee gas station back in 1970 is still there, but is now a jiffy lube. I paid $0.19 a gallon regular price for gas back then, $0.17 during a gas war, and got stamps which were saved for our first set of glassware. This trip I filled my tank with E-10, no E-30, which cost $87 to fill up in Sioux Falls. My wife went to USD. If instead of paying tuition, if we would have invested the money in the McDonald's and those college towns, we would own a chunk of South Dakota today. If we would have bought a house when we first enrolled in the university and sold it when we graduated, inflation would have paid for the entire college education. I saw farmland values go from $600 an acre to $4,000 an acre before the bubble burst in 1980 when Fed Chairman Paul Volcker pulled the plug on the money supply. I tried to get my grandfather, who could afford it, to buy a quarter for $600 an acre in the same section as our home quarter that we had been renting. Failed to convince him. He had gone through the depression and told me that while the outlook was looking up, he had experienced a prolonged period when things went down. Ironically, I bought a different quarter on our home section that came up at auction for $12,500 an acre in 2019. I was just a punk kid back then. We would not have had the first home quarter were it not for my grandfather. Whatever segment of the economy that was over-leveraged when interest rates went to 18% in the early 1980s imploded. Agriculture was in that category. The farm banks failed in droves as their loans went bad. The U.S. dollar was higher last week. The dollar index is at 95. It hit 164 when the Fed took interest rates to 18% in the early 1980s, as foreign currency poured into the U.S. to get those unbelievable government-backed returns in dollars. That soaring dollar destroyed U.S. farm exports as it made our products far too expensive for those with foreign currency to purchase who did not have dollars. If you had cash, why buy farmland when you could get 8-10% to 10% or higher-end CDs from a bank for differing maturities? The opposite is essentially true today. The last CD that I managed for a family member got 0.4% for a year, Inflation is a mindset. You buy things today that you may not need until tomorrow because you fear that if you wait, they will become more expensive. This mindset creates demand which fuels price inflation. In the 1970s, farmers would put their names on orders for new farm equipment with manufacturers which locked in the price. The order would not be delivered in that season or maybe until a full year away because of demand. As orders piled up, the price would go up in the interim, and when it arrived at the dealership, they would decide whether to take it or sell it for a profit. Equipment is generally thought of as a depreciating asset. In the 1970s, there was a period of time when equipment values instead inflated on balance sheets. Instead of being a cost, owning that new tractor, even one just on order, suddenly became an appreciating asset. Many farmers today have only experienced disinflation or deflation, which is also a mindset but works in the opposite direction of inflation. That deflation mindset is then to hold off on purchases, depressing demand, waiting for lower prices later. Inflation and deflation impact demand for commodities. Inflation puts a floor under prices. We've been reluctant to forward sell grain and have stored crops in part due to the recognition of inflation. Long-time subscribers know that we were aggressive forward marketers when commodities were in a deflationary financial trend. Many farmers ruled the wave of inflation in the 1970s. For those that were on the crest of the wave, they drowned when it crashed in the 1980s. It was hardest on those who had just begun farming, who had taken on leverage, and therefore were exposed to the interest rates. I was one of those in that category. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.